himself. We've got a crowd who don't get on with Zacchaeus at all, not very happy. And then we've got him going up a tree. And then we've got that pivotal point in the story, the unexpected love. And we'll come to that in a second. And then Zacchaeus comes down from the tree. And then the hostile crowd turned to hostile towards Jesus. And then Zacchaeus' wealth returned. And Jesus' final word of love. So I thought, well, that's good. And it's always good to, uh, to tell a story. It's even better to act it out. So I was thinking, okay, let's do that this morning. So what we need, there's, there's a few main characters in this, uh, this story. Uh, the first one uh, is Zacchaeus. So I was trying to think, who could I ask to be Zacchaeus? Because he's going to get loads of stick. He's going to be, well, it's going it's to be, gonna be grim. I thought, who's got the broader shoulders in church? People are worried now. So I have asked someone, don't worry if it's not you. <laughs> so I thought, John, would you like to be Zacchaeus for us, please? So John, John is going to be Zacchaeus. Fantastic. Uh, there's another key, key player in this story. No, 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 I'm not suggesting any, any, and it all ends well, so it'll be good, it'll be good. And then we need, uh, we need uh, Jesus, always good to have Jesus in. Um, so who would like to be, who would like to be Jesus? No pressure, we'd all get, good answer. Um, okay, so come on, let's, let's see, is there someone who, who is it not? Fergus, Matt, Fer, come on, come on. The way you carried them cakes in, that was so Christ-like. It's great, right? Fantastic. And then, who's the other people in this story? The crowd. Okay. Okay, we're going to do, uh, we, well, basically, we need a crowd. So, if you're, if you want to be in the crowd, come up. No age limits, just, just come up if you want to be in the crowd. So, we do need a crowd, though, which implies more than two people coming up. So, so let's say if you're under 15, please come up now. You're not going to have to do anything apart from shout at John. That's the main thing. Yeah. Okay, some more of it. Come on, Jason, don't be doing that responsible like this. I'm too cool for this. Come on. Up you come, guys. You will get to shout and scream at John. But remember, we're only acting this. This isn't real. Sorry, Zacchaeus. Thank you. Yes, good point. Who's acting? Zacchaeus. Okay, so we've got a crowd. Okay, um, I want you to imagine... That you, uh, that I've just given you all a chocolate bar. Okay, what's your favourite chocolate bar? Do I, think, think of your favourite chocolate bar. I've just given it you, and I come up and I bite half of it off you. What? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Outrageous! I see your outrage. So I want you now to shout at me as if I've just done that. Good, 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 good. Fantastic. Some of you did that really well. Some of you might not like chocolate, I realise. So if you don't like chocolate, think of something that you would really like to have. It might be a five pound note, and I come and tear half of it off and take half away. Yes, I can see now that's starting to resonate. So what I want you to do is to shout at me as if I've just done that. We're getting there, we're getting there, we're getting there. I'm not quite feeling it though, you know. You know, I don't know. I mean, I quite like chocolate. And I really would be really upset. Forget there's other people here. I want you to go for it now. Just go for it. All right. So I've just taken, I've just ripped the heart fibre in half, or I've taken the chocolate bar. Go for it. <laughs> much better. Much. Yes. Come on. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Fantastic. Brilliant. Okay. 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 I've given it you back. I've given it you back. It's all good. Phew. 
Fantastic. Excellent. That is going to come in. That's going to be really important. Remember that because we're going to come to that in a bit. Okay. Right. Crowd. Uh, let's have the crowd all over by the piano, we think, please. Just all, just all over there. You'll be on in a minute. I'll narrate the story so you know where you're up to. Well done. Always stragglers in the crowd. That's good. Keep going. Keep going. Fantastic. Okay. So we're going to tell the story. No, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to narrate the story. You're going to act it. Remember how we talked about that? Oh, no, we didn't, did we? Got you. Okay, so, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. Don't look at me. Look, look around you. Fantastic. Excellent. That's good. Are you coming back again now? Have you been? Have you been? Okay. So, he's passing through. What's important about the fact he was passing through? He had no intention of staying in Jericho. He was, he was going through and he was heading to where? Jerusalem, exactly. So he was heading off to Jerusalem. The Passover is coming very soon. Just, well, hang on, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Sorry, I'm loving it, I'm loving it, it's good. The Passover is coming very soon. So Jesus is heading through. He's on his way to Jerusalem. He goes through Jericho. What are the people in Jericho going to be thinking? If you were in Jericho, some big famous, someone you've heard lots of is coming to your place. What do you, what do you want? To see him. Exactly, you want to see him. And then what do you want him to do? Even better. Speak to you. And? You want him to stay, don't you? Wouldn't it be great if you knew some big celebrity was coming through? You think, oh, well, wouldn't it be great if he stayed and we could spend a bit of time and we could hang out with him? So all the Jerichoans, probably not what they're called, wanted Jesus to stay in Jericho. And they would have been quite upset because Jesus was going to Jerusalem. Good move, good move. So the, the people in Jericho would have been very disappointed. Excellent, come back again, well done. Fab. Verse 1, done. Tick. Well done. Good job. High five. Good job, mate. Good job. So Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. He had no intention of staying there. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and very wealthy. Yeah, you might say typecasting. I couldn't comment. <laughs> very wealthy man. So tax collectors... What would happen in, uh, in that sort of culture at that time? There would be people... Oh, that's me pressing that, isn't it? Sorry. The, the system that they used for collecting taxes was called, called tax farming. So what would happen is the Romans would say, okay, we need someone to collect all the taxes. So they would get someone and they would say, okay, here's the taxes. There would be loads and loads of rules and statutes around what they could and couldn't do. But your average member of the crowd wouldn't have a clue what those rules were. So there was an opportunity for the tax collector. Thank you, thank you. No, I paid, I paid, I paid. Fully paid off. There was an opportunity for him to maybe make a little bit on the side and maybe, uh, you know, exploit the people a little bit. He would have see, been seen as a collaborator with the Romans. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Crowd, you don't seem to upset the fact that Zacchaeus is, uh, is taking all your money off you. How are you feeling about that? Angry. Angry. So what would you say? Exactly. Good answer. (laughs) Exactly. So the tax collector, if you've seen the New Testament, tax collectors were considered unclean. They were often talked about in the same way as sinners. So 
not lots of um, not lots of great stuff going on for tax collectors. In fact, if you it was condoned if you lied to the tax collector in Jewish culture. So if you did that, just as a, that that was okay. That was okay because he was trying to uh, yeah trying to make the most of you out of you. Okay, so Zacchaeus is here. He's a chief tax collector. And he's very wealthy. So the fact he's wealthy, he's obviously creaming a little bit off the top himself and doing very nicely. Thank you very much. Not suggesting you're doing that. We're acting now. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he couldn't see over the crowd. I'm not saying anything. (laughs) Two problems. The first one is... Exactly. He's short. And what was the second one, Fergus? He's not popular at all. What would it have been like? Sorry? Sorry, yes, okay. Yeah, thanks. What would it have been like for Zacchaeus to be out in a crowd? What do you think would have happened? Loads of hostility. And they might even, although we're not going to right now, they might even have tried to beat him up or give him a bit of thing. When they went to pay their taxes, Zacchaeus had all the power. But out in a crowd, outside of the city... Zacchaeus would have no power. And he would have known that, and he would have been a little bit afraid of that. So, he wanted to see who Jesus was, but he had a problem. He certainly couldn't mix with the crowd, and he was too short to see over them. So he came up with a solution. He ran ahead and climbed a tree. Whoa, 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 whoa! Whoa! Do Do you see what just happened? Do you see what just happened? An adult ran in public. In those days, that was outrageous. That would bring shame on you. You just wouldn't run. Why are you running? You're an adult. Why are you running? You have to understand that is completely outrageous. So understand that outrage. Come back. I'm only sure. Come back. Yeah, no, no. We all saw you. <laughs> so he ran ahead and climbed a tree. To see him. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still outrageous that you're running. Good shot. Yeah. Don't forget, it's not the most stable tree I've ever seen. The, stick, the sycamore fig tree was known. They were the ones that had really thick branches. And you tend to use those uh, when you're building houses and stuff. So you build roofs on them whatever because they were such a good, strong, solid wood. So... Yeah, that might not be the best likeness to a sycamore fig tree. But he went and he climbed a tree. Is that okay? Another outrageous thing in that culture at that time, and still a little bit today, really, out in the Middle East, you wouldn't ever expect to see an adult, a grown man, up a tree. It just wouldn't do it because, again, it just invites shame on you. It's like, what, what on earth are you playing at? So not only have you run hoping no one would see you, and you've climbed a tree, two things that are just like, wow. So when I talked earlier about thinking about when you wanted something so much that you were prepared to do something really daft or really uh, outrageous, then that's an example of what Zacchaeus was doing. It wasn't as simple as just running and climbing a tree and thinking, well, that's all right. Those things, in that, those context, in that context at that time, that would have been horrendous. So the other thing, where was the tree? 
Let's go back to verse 1. Get ready. You're on again. Get ready. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. Come on, do it, do it. Own it, own it, own it. Good job. You couldn't have big trees like these sycamore fig trees in the city. They wouldn't have been allowed and they had to be a certain distance outside. So we know that now Zacchaeus is outside the city. He's up a tree and there's not a lot around him probably. But we know Jesus is coming. So, he ran ahead, climbed the tree, because he knew Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the tree, now, now, crowd, you're on. This is your bit, okay? This is where all that, this, this is it. Okay, if anyone sees Zacchaeus, what happens? Fantastic. Okay. So, so Jesus, if you go in the middle of the crowd, are you wondering and people are trying to chat to you? See how you're doing? And you, you've come through Jericho and you're just leaving the city and people are, you know, the crowd are a little bit unhappy that you're leaving anyway. But they go through, they go through and you're, you're now walking through, crowd walking through. And remember, if anyone sees Zacchaeus, you know what to do. Right, let's walk through. Let's walk through. Yeah, of course. Guys, the crowd went with them. Come on. Take them with you. And remember what happens if anyone sees the keys. Okay, right, okay, let's rewind, rewind. Everyone back here, everyone back here. I need to remind you about five pound notes and chocolate bars. Come back here, come over here. Okay, so imagine now I've taken you half a bar of chocolate, I've taken you five pound notes, or I, you know, done, yeah, exactly. So when you see Zacchaeus, that's what you need to be. I think we're going to run through it again. So, when Jesus reached the spot... When Je- okay, I don't think... Uh, yeah, yeah, whoa, I see what you're doing now. You're going, I'm narrating it. Don't, don't big up your part, Fergus. Don't big up your part. So how would Jesus, how would Jesus have known that Zacchaeus was there? It could well be. It doesn't exactly say, but it's likely that, that the crowd getting sight of Zacchaeus would be like, because you wouldn't expect to see a man up a tree anyway. So when you did, that would draw your attention. It's like, oh, what's that? It's Zacchaeus. And they all got really upset eventually. They all got really upset. And Jesus would certainly have known. Would they have known his name? Yeah, because they go and pay taxes to him. They know exactly what he's called. They probably knew where he lived and they probably knew what he did most of the time. Um, So they would have known his name. So Jesus would certainly have known Zacchaeus' name, if only from the reaction of the crowd. So, get ready, Fergus, get ready. So when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house again. Give him a round of applause. That was, that was brilliant. <laughs> Fantastic. Excellent. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. <laughs> Excellent. That's, that's, that's really good. Keep that, keep that. 
I can't believe you're not that bothered. He's just lit your chocolate. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I quite enjoy that. Let's do that again. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, so the crowd are still really, you know, this hasn't affected their relationship with Zacchaeus, but Jesus has called him down, and he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. Something interesting happens here now, and we've just seen a little bit of it. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he has gone to be the guest of a sinner. You know, he's good. He's he's got a career on the stage coming up, this guy. Fantastic. So Jesus and Zacchaeus went off. And where did they go? Where did Zacchaeus live? In So where was Jericho? Correct. So let's go. No, 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 no. You're going, because you've got Jesus now. You're going this way. <laughs> I don't think that says that. But just, so, so, Jesus goes with Zacchaeus back to his house. So how are the crowd feeling? So the crowd wanted Jesus to stay in Jericho and we say, oh, yeah, we've got lovely place, you can come and stay, please stay with us, stay with us, spend some time with us. And he's like, no, I'm on my way to Jerusalem. And then he's changed his mind. Not going to make any jokes about women at this point. Uh, He changes his mind. And he's like, I know, yeah, oh, it's like Deb's not here, I can get away with it, don't tell her. He changes his mind and then goes back into Jericho, sorry, and stays with a sinner, the tax collector, the collaborator. How are you feeling about that? Exactly, exactly. Not very happy. Thank you. Well done. Well, give the crowd a round of applause. Fantastic. Fantastic. If you guys want to just take a seat for a second, we might do a little bit of a run through again. It depends. Yeah, it depends how much I need to see people shout at John again. It's good. Okay, so. You're on. We haven't finished yet. Three more verses to go. It's good. Come on, come on, G. Come on. Zacchaeus, come on, come on. Recline and enjoy your meal. So they're there. They're in Jericho. What do we know about Zacchaeus? Very rich. So it would have been a nice, a nice do. Would have been some nice food. Best china, probably. Did they have china? Probably not. But they'd have all the best stuff out. And he would have really wanted to do, uh, you know, put on a good banquet for Jesus. Okay, so during this, it's normal where, you know, people would say there'd be like some responses, you have a few speeches and stuff, and, you, and Zacchaeus would want to, you know, respond to what Jesus has done, because clearly uh, Jesus has taken some time out, he's come back with him at a point where it didn't look like he was going to stay in Jericho, he did. So then Zacchaeus stood up and said... Okay, so what's Zacchaeus saying there? Could someone do the maths? So he's going to give back, give half of possessions to the poor. So he's down to 50% of what he has. And if I cheated anyone out of anything, I'll pay back four times the amount. (laughs) 
That sounds a lot, doesn't it? Does that sound reasonable? Do you think? It's exactly, it sounds completely over the top, doesn't it? And one of the, one of the things, the people who heard that would have expected that because when Zacchaeus responded, he exaggerates. He, he, he demonstrates his sincerity by going, you know, by going, well, this is, this is amazing. If he'd said, oh, well, I'm gonna, you know, I'll, I'll seek some people out and give them a bit of money back. They might not believe that he was gonna do it. But the fact of this exaggeration and the way of it just demonstrates Wow, something's changed here. Something's changed. So, next verse. Jesus said to him, Today, salvation has come to this house, because this man too is the son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. Fantastic. <laughs> salvation has come to this house. Has Zacchaeus at this point given back any money or done anything? Not at all. So is his response conditional to his salvation? No, absolutely not. So Jesus acknowledges that Zacchaeus is transformed at that point. He doesn't wait for Zacchaeus to go out and prove it and say, okay, well, we'll come back in four weeks and we'll have a look and see whether you've done the 50%, whether you've done this, whether you've done that. He knows that transformation has happened in Zacchaeus' heart at that point. What's the effect on that for Jericho? What impact would that have? What he's done, he's released an oppressive power in Jericho, you can guarantee Zacchaeus is no longer going to be doing the same practice he was as a tax collector. Something has changed. So the stress and burdens that they would have been under in Jericho because they had to pay extra taxes has gone because Zacchaeus has changed. So he's transformed not only uh, Zacchaeus, but also Jericho will feel the difference because they won't feel that uh, sort of oppressive tax regime again. Jesus confirms Zacchaeus' acceptance in the eyes of God. And Zacchaeus is restored. That one meeting, that costly meeting. Where do you think the story changes? Where's the key pivotal point in the story? Sorry? You were listening. Well done. Absolutely, right in the middle. That bit where Jesus takes... The crowd are baying for Zacchaeus. They're really not happy. They're having a go. And by, by Jesus saying, I'm going to come to your house tonight, he takes on all the crowd's anger and all the crowd's frustration. If you notice, it changes from them not being happy with Zacchaeus to them not being happy with Jesus because he's going to go and stay with a sinner and, a, and this tax collector. It's outrageous. But Jesus does that, that costly demonstration of his love for Zacchaeus. Give these guys a round of applause. Well done. Thank you. You'll notice on your chairs and around you there are some, some cards and stuff. We're going to play a, a song in a second. Um, and what I want you to do is to think about your response to that. Zacchaeus experienced that.
amazing love, that costly love, it cost Jesus to do what he did because straight away the crowd were all on him. And I want you just to think about what your response is this morning because, you know, Jesus is alive. He's still there. He still loves us. He still wants us to walk with him just as Zacchaeus walked with him. So we have that, we have that perfect, perfect opportunity to do that. So what I want you to do is we listen to this song. I want you just to uh, think about what it is. If you were walking with Jesus, as in you were with him sort of right now and walking with him, what would you want to say to him? What would you want to ask him? What would you want to, I don't know, yeah, what would you want to say? Would you just want to listen? Would you not be able to say anything? Who knows? I, I just want you to get a sense of what, you know, what would you say to Jesus now? What's the one thing you want to ask him? And what we're going to do is I'd like you just to make a note on the, the cards, the prayer cards you've got. And then the, the children and young people are going to take all these cards out. So we'll gather them in. And we're going to take...